Today's episode of Welcome to Wars House is brought to you in part by Royal Match, hot new app in phone gaming. No ads, no Wi Fi, completely free. Take it away, Frankie Munez. What's up, everyone? It is Frankie Munez from Malcolm in the Middle. Busy day, huh? You feeling stressed? I bet you just want to relax, and you should. You deserve it. Kick off your shoes and unwind with Royal Match, a fun-filled match-three game. It's free, it has zero ads, and you don't even need Wi-Fi to play. Check out the link below and download Royal Match today. It's your turn to relax. Back at you again for episode 87 of Welcome to the Worst. That's 87. I can't do math. How many more till 102? 15? 14? 15. 15. 15 episodes until the end of Welcome to the Horse House. Episode 102. Goodbye, horses. Got a hot fucking show lined up for you guys today. I've been champing at the bit. Not chomping, but rather champing at the bit. I've had myriad ideas, wow. topics of what to say. Everyone always says myriad of. You just avoided two major pitfalls in one sentence. Do not be dismayed. Do not fall into the fouler snare of improper grammar. Uh, 87 episodes. What was going on in 87 in Beatles history? Who the fuck knows? Did Cloud Nine by George Harrison come out in 87? Rudy's looking it up right I'm now on the Rudy Reputer. I don't like that. Workshop that. Yeah, bad. The Recuter. What's the Recuter saying about Cloud Nine? Locutus? Captain Jean Luc, whenever he got changed to Borg. Speaking of metaphors. It did come out in 87. Wow, not bad, Good Tristan. Job, Tristan. Not <laughs> bad. Uh, do you want to go for Boynus boy points? I'm the Beatles guy, yeah. What month? April. Ooh, November. Oh, fuck. Kind of total opposite there. Kind of totally antithetical to November, huh? April, in a way, since they're so far apart. Almost the opposite ends of the year. I'm reading about the album now. I'm done. Jeff Lynne producing. That's crazy. It's the worst cover of any album I've ever seen. That's funny because there's a listener um, who will agree with you on that. We've talked about it before. 87 episodes of Welcome to the Horse. No, not on the podcast. In, 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 uh, in, in personal. What's that? In person. 87 episodes of Welcome to the Horse. Horse. Back at you again from the Horse House. The hallowed Horse House in Cocoa Beach, Florida, where um, since like episode 12, we've been bringing you quality content which will soon be over which will soon be no more i don't know how much uh how much longer after the final episode the podcast will even stay up online because it doesn't it does in fact cost me 13 dollars a month um many people have told me tristan you can get a lot cheaper um Tristan, you don't even have to spend money to host your podcast and i say you know what that sounds like some work i some pretty tedious work so I'd rather just keep paying $13 a month. I did some research recently, and I think I, I think I may spend $40 a week on vape. 
It's not terrible. Yeah. No, it's pretty bad. It's pretty I mean, bad. It's, like I'll scoff at a ten dollar a month subscription, but here I'm spending forty dollars a week on fate. Worse than most, better than some. I need to stop. I've been having a hard time breathing lately. Every time I sing Oasis, I have to catch my breath. You should um just like reduce your percentage. Whoa. No, because if I go to 2.8 or whatever, I'm not going to like it. I went down to 2.4. I've been cruising for like Rush. a couple weeks now. Yeah. Well, remind me never to ask ask to bum a head off you. Oh, my God. The five's uh, too thick. It fills the lungs in an unnatural way. Well, the thing is, with Views vaping, Views menthol pods, 5%. I Sorry, Jewel Electronic Cigarettes. They, you, yeah, yeah, oops. They used to, um, it used to have such a great, vibrant flavor. But now, whenever I do it, it just my my throat feels frozen. My mouth and my throat feel frozen. Oh, from the from the menthol. I'm just so dead on that f- flavor. I'm just burnt out on it. You but should, it's the only flavor I like. You should do uh, what I accidentally did last night. Uh, whenever I was working, I was cleaning and got degreaser into my vape. Uh, and I thought degreaser it numbs your tongue. Yeah, I've uh, drank degreaser many times. It also made me feel like I was going to have a stroke because I I weighed the pros and cons and sat for about fifteen seconds. It you, was like I don't want to buy another one. You don't have the non poisonous degreaser at your work. Oh no, oh, called, we we have the non poison. It's called Hercules. Oh yeah, no, we have like uh, no. That's why at work back in the day I used to just drink degreaser to freak people out. It's as green as those buttons on the roadcaster. Who ours is. A dull purple. Mm-mm. Wow. You don't want that. Purple's bad. Yeah. Um, purple's a royal color, actually, Rudy. Um, so because it's I'm rare. Try, rare now. I'm going to try to quit vaping. Our good friend Drew, mm-hmm. former uh, Mike audience member, he uh, he still to this day enjoys the like Virginia tobacco yeah, views fucking pods. Fucking disgusting. Which are disgusting. The, the worst choice that you could ever make. Disgusting. Disgusting. In a bind, I've had to get those before just to get some sort of nicotine. It's I would than, never. Nothing is better than those. I think, uh, that, I'm, I think that I'm just a real nicotine addict sometimes, and then I'm faced with that choice. Uh, do they have menthol, or yeah. is it just tobacco? And I can go without. Number one biggest mistake I've ever made was starting to vape. Yeah. 100%. The worst decision I ever made. Well, did you start smoking or vaping first? I started vaping first. Oh, really? And I smoked oh. for like two years, well, and I stopped dumb. smoking. Um, if I hadn't started vaping, I would have never smoked either, which also, you know, yeah. I'm just into oral shit. You know, I'm into anal, I'm into oral. I laugh, but I get what you mean. You know what I mean? The, I just always need something, you know, I've been chewing a lot of gum lately. Maybe Same. that can help me get off of vaping. It really does. Yeah. Just uh, having some sort of oral fixation. It sounds goofy, but like toothpicks. Yeah, so that's true. You get to look like a, like Spike Spiegel. At the restaurant I work at, um, every day, like at 6, 10 a.m., this old man comes in to eat breakfast every single day, and he always has a toothpick in his mouth. And I always wonder, like, does he have just, like, a cup of toothpicks by the front door? Like, what is, what's his morning routine? He wakes up, and he just puts toothpicks in his mouth and starts his day, I guess. If you look closely next time, you'll notice he has them, like, kind of pouched up in his cheek. <laughs> yeah, he actually has uh, a whole pack of them. Yeah, they're just, like, it looks like he crammed a pencil in yeah. there. Very good, Rudy. Who do I have with me here? Hey, it's Rudy. Here come on Rudy, he gone stop talking crypto, he play music on phone, he won Dilbert Lover, he got real kitchen skinny. 
Scoot is going woke now. He just fighting with me. Steven got no time to write songs for intros. He got rebuked by thrones. He feels bad about it. He said, I burnt you. You burnt me. Am I just the asshole? Ask the Reddit live, please. It's the horse house right now. Coco Beach. He want production, he need 15 more shows, he need us to record, he won real true Catholic, he got soy sauce in his undies. Wait a sec, what is this baritone ukulele? It's the horse house right now in Cocoa Beach. Wow. Hey, guys, it's that was, me, That was Steven. some of the best I've ever seen. That was the best Steven, intro song. You have a lot to be proud of with and, that one. And with the, the original audio backtrack. <laughs> yeah, what's uh, was that the best karaoke you could have come together it was the it was the one with the most views on you really? that was so terrible <laughs> there was some kind of voice at some yeah. points what the fuck was that i wonder it did it's sort did of ghost up. voice it was doing the um, uh, it was doing, it was doing the paul that's a song parody artist's worst nightmare is when the supposed karaoke track has yep. backup on it. Or I mean, trying I can to like do separate it again vocals. No, no, that's it. the best. No, no, that was, do it again. Take two. That was some of the best you've done on the podcast. We're all very good, proud of Steven. you, Stephen. Um, and I saw that yesterday at the coffee shop, and you were very clandestine about it. Uh, I picked maybe the worst Beatles single to do. It's, it's my least favorite Beatles song. And, and you, it's now that parody, Horse House, Cocoa Beach, come to... <laughs> What was the Come Together parody in it? Horse, it's the horse, horse House. It's the Horse House is better than Come Together. And uh, that True. is uh, getting the loo yeah. and the ass. You beat the approval. Beatles. You beat the Beatles. Yeah. Kevin, uh, you said you were right. It wasn't a week away. It was a couple of weeks away. Uh, Kevin reached out and said that he liked, he did look forward to the song parodies. And I said next week I would get him. He said we all know it's not going to be next week. And he was right. They, but, oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That one it's goes to all my fans. Away. It's just a shadow way. It's just a shadow way. Rolling Stones? She gave herself an abortion when she sang that. Yeah, that was always the rumor. You know, that she, <laughs> no, no, because the rumor was she miscarried. There's a, hmm? th there's a part of the song where her voice cracks a little bit. And everyone says, you know, she very famously suffered a miscarriage when she cracked in her. that moment. Yeah, that was some, somehow the, the miscarriage affected like her vocal cords. Well, it just fell out. Yeah, no, she was <laughs> it just fell out. No, she was singing so hard she had a miscarriage. But yeah, the, the, the truth of that is, though, that it was like 3 a.m. and the Stones were recording. They're like, man, we need like a, a, a woman's voice on this. And like the producer or whatever, like called her up at 3 a.m. And she was like eight months pregnant. Yeah. And she went and recorded the song in her nightgown. Damn. Yeah. The Stones are cool. Um, Let It Bleed's a cool album, uh, which I think uh, that song is on. Hmm. They're not my favorite band, but you can't deny they have hits. They have hits. They have bangers. Very lukewarm. Yeah. On them. 
You know, Sympathy for the Devil, it's the same shit over and over. The music is the same thing over yeah. and over again, the entire song. And it's like a six-minute song. It's also not that hard to play. Like, people ooh, talk about ooh. the Stones being, like, ooh, ooh. monoliths. I think we all agree that pre-departure of Brian Jones yeah. is where their hits are. Keith Richards doesn't play with any pedals. Did I tell you that? No, you did not. Yeah, Keith Richards does not play with any pedals. Um, he says that he doesn't like uh, being like the, the disconnection between him and the amp. So he just plugs right into That's the so amp. That's stupid. I don't know. It's worked for him. Yeah, he also doesn't use a fucking amp cable. It's just a jack that goes directly in the guitar. He has to hunch over. 87. He wants to be, he wants to be connected. <laughs> fucking stupid I'm shit. I'm glad I did a Beatles parody and we spent the next three minutes talking about the Rolling Stones. Uh, you know, it's like... Steven, we spent an hour and a half one time discussing the Beatles on the podcast. It's like Emily Haynes from... I don't remember that episode. <laughs> it's like Emily Haynes from Metric says, Steven, who would you rather be, the Beatles or the Rolling Stones? I'd rather be on the cover of Rolling Stone. Rolling Stone. Take me home. Gonna buy five copies for my mother. Gonna see our smiling faces on the cover of Rolling Stone. You guys know that song by Dr. Hook? Dr. Hook? Hulu Dr. Green. Teeth. Dr. Teeth. That's a Muppet. That is a Muppet, right? That ain't working. That's the way you do it. Dr. Teeth and the Electric Mayhem. Yeah, that bitch who played, I think, bass. She always kind of freaks me out. The one that, um, <laughs> the one I called Kim Deal Muppet. The one with the long hair and the orange. Yeah, skin. she looks more like a more like a Joni Mitchell kind of Muppet, or like a Kim Wexler kind of Muppet. Uh, Kim's hot. For, that's for all my. Hot Kim take. Kim is hot until she opens her mouth. No, she has so many gums, so much gums. I never. I'm very sensitive to uh, that. Like whenever people have goblin uh, well, teeth, well, like then that. you don't watch the show. Then you should I be do. looking at your fucking phone. I'm trying to. I'm powering through the. What is it? Five just came out. Season six. Season six. I'm trying to power through five. It's pretty good. The last two episodes have been kind of like filler and like. Ugh. Well, because it's gonna it's gonna get pretty heavy. I it's imagine. also like a 13 episode season too, which is kind of a lot for yeah. nowadays. Yeah, um, a, Better Call Saul. It's great. It, it's on par with uh, Breaking Bad. I would say it's almost better. Yeah, um, yeah. Except the last two episodes have been kind of just shout scary. out to Thomas Schnauz. Come on the podcast if you want. I yeah, saw call the pilot. In. Call in the pilot of um, Better Call Saul. Yeah, I, I very famously watched. Everyone knows this. I, I watched the pilot when it came out the, on TV, and I was like. Man, that's gonna be really good, and just never revisit. Never watched it. it. You should watch it. Yeah, I watched it all in 2020 during quarantine. Remember that? I don't remember COVID at all. Same. Like it was a large part of everyone's lives. I have almost no recollection of it. It's because time has lost all meaning. Because, yeah. Right. Well, like I'm not saying that to be silly. It's just like functionally, so many things have stayed the same and also not changed since COVID started. I mean, it's just kind of been like this constant news cycle of it and uh, where we live it, everyone just kind of pretended it was done and now all of a sudden like people are calling out of work again with it and, oh my god who gives a fuck guys, it's done well it's done for it's weak it's too weak to be anything it's else it's done for right? most people except for one fun east asian country did you guys hear about that? No, what happened? There are like over 800,000 cases of COVID in North Korea. Uh, oh, North Korea? <laughs> yeah. It finally got to that. Well, and they finally admitted it, I think, is the yeah. bigger thing, which means it has to be really fucking yeah. bad. No, because they, they initially they had probably had to have gotten hit really hard in yeah. the first couple months. Do you, do you remember how bad, what was it, Iran? Do you remember Iran? They had mass graves of just thousands of bodies. 
scary. Good thing nothing like that ever happened. If here only we had a vaccine that we could have like shared with them or something. Um, you know, no. people say it's a China virus or whatever. I've got some interesting thoughts mm -hmm. on that. How all of a sudden did all of North Korea? Like, basically, North Korea, what's the population of North Korea? 800,000. Way more than that, but that's sure a large like percent. Well, that's 20, a large percentile well, of that population. They have about 20 million people there. Still, 5% of your population having COVID at the same time. Well, that's no. a big deal. Um, you know, I actually found out how they snuck it into the country. Yeah. Um, you'd think, oh, maybe espionage, maybe just like a careless tourist from New York City. But uh, I, found, I found out some... Uh, Interesting stuff. It's been dormant for several years because they actually hid it inside the body of Otto Warmbier. He's in America. He's buried in America. Before no, COVID. but uh, they got up in his guts real good when he was <laughs> over there. Wait, so did someone like open the mason jar full of Otto Warmbier's guts or something? Yes. And it was they were exposed to it? Yeah. All right. Whew, stretch on that one. <laughs> stretch on that one. I'll give you a horse for it. Why not? Famously very tight show. Yeah. <laughs> A little bit of a stretch on that, Rudy. What are you finding? I was just uh, I was trying to find more updated numbers. Um, first off, their population is like close to twenty six million. Didn't yeah. know it was that much. Yeah, a lot of people there. Um, apparently, uh, our boy Kim has deployed the military. Don't know what uh, that's going to do. Well, they deployed the military here. When they're doing the, all the testing when sites. When is the North Korean military never deployed? Well, that's the thing. Right? <laughs> yeah, I mean they're kind of boots on the ground constantly. I'm sorry, I overshot with uh, eight hundred thousand as of May sixteenth today. Um, a further oh I'm sorry oh no 800,000 is right despite having placed all cities under lockdown on Thursday a further 300,000 I'm sorry 392,920 new cases so now we're above 1 million yeah surely they've been given the uh, Sputnik vaccine or um, what was China's vaccine China had they, they had their own vaccine too right uh, yeah they did have their own vaccine it, it's called the Pfizer vaccine Big Pharma in bed with foreign interests. Haha, no. ha, got him. Uh, yeah, 1.2 million. Um, death toll allegedly is only 50, though. I believe it. And 650,000 people. They're strong and healthy there. Well, and that's the thing, right? Like, you have a bunch of people that uh, are not vaccinated, probably can't get vaccinated, uh, that have to work all goddamn day. Yeah, right. And they can't sustain doing lockdowns. Yeah. Um, yeah, unlike, no, what do you mean work all day? It's a it's a communist paradise, guys. No one works there. They just commune all day. Who are you talking to? Juche. It's uh, it's socialism. Communism was taken out of their uh, constitution actually uh, quite a bit ago. Also, um, they actually have discovered what the secret is to fighting COVID. Uh, I don't know. Uh, unlike Panic at the Disco's seminal album from, I believe, 2005, this is a fever you can sweat out. The only way that you can actually make it uh, worse is by eating food and drinking water. So the North Korean people, it doesn't surprise me that they're not having any struggles. He's you being silly. No, but early on, though, some holistic doctors were saying that acorns and tree bark are actually great remedies what for COVID. What doctors were saying. That. And drawn um, pictures of people being like yeah, tortured that you smuggled yeah. out of the country by eating. Those are the ways to... And guess what? No one's really getting sick over there because that's all they eat is acorns and tree bark. So, <laughs> so it kind of works out well. I feel like that's the second time that we've shit on North Korea's diet specifically in this podcast. I, I, if, if anyone listens to this podcast regularly, they'll know that I am an un unironic supporter of the North Korean regime. So with that, we'll go to the next segment. I was at a liquor store 
recently getting some... I'm an alcoholic now, by the way. I picked, I picked up this habit recently. I'm an adult now. I'm 26. I live on my own by myself. Um, so I'm kind of like a big boy now. So I've taken up alcohol. Um, why not? It has to be really cost effective for you. Yeah. $40 like a, a, a week on vape. $80 a week on uh, liquor. Oh, that's more than I thought. I would assume yeah. like a handle would last you about four months. But no last, money last, on last, last me a night these days, Rudy. I'm an alcoholic. So I was at the store, the liquor store, the local liquor store, and I was getting my my big old bottle of Tito's, Locos Vodkos, because I that's what I drink. It doesn't give you a hangover. And, and I'm, I, I, I'm at the liquor store, and I, I'm about to go to the counter to check out, and I hear this woman behind me go, would you like a sample? And I turn around, and she has, like, um, an old-fashioned and a Manhattan, like, in a bottle, like mm-hmm. a miniature bottle. And she's like, which one would you like to try? And I said, I'm just give me the old-fashioned. So she gives me a proper shot of the old-fashioned. I drink it in liquor, so I'm like, oh, wow, that's really strong. So I turn back around to check out uh, the, the Tito's, and, and she says to me, do you want to try the other one? And I said, sure. This bitch pours another proper shot. Of the Manhattan, she's like, this one's so much better. I said, okay, so I drank it, and I'm like, wait a minute, I'm drunk. She was trying to fuck you. No, she was. She was kind of hot for a gilf too. She's kind of like probably in her late fifties. I got drunk at that liquor store, and then I had to drive home. Like these bitches, these holes got me fucking drunk as shit while trying to. That's got to be illegal. One to make someone drink and drive, they didn't and make two, you get me drunk and have me buy things. That seems like uh, it should be illegal or something. Buying under the influence? I feel like that's predatory. Are they going to find out? He's going to Vegas soon. <laughs> it's going to be rough for me. But isn't that kind of crazy? They're, they're giving shots. Because I've been at Publix before where they have free wine samples, and I take those, of course. Mm-hmm. Didn't even ID me at the liquor store. But they, uh, yeah, just gave me two whole shots. I got drunk, and I drove home. Don't do that. Well, I had to. I wasn't going to call. I, I I live three minutes away from the liquor store. I'm not going to call yeah. someone. If you want to play around with your is, life. Is, is this just strange? Right. Is this a strange thing, Rudy? That's all I'm saying. It's strange you that they let me drink alcohol. If you have an experience like this, call in. You should have just popped open the Tito's there. You should have asked her if she wanted some. She's is gotten this, real sloshed. Is, is, is this all right, guys? Pop it open and I get like a like a decorative... It's going nowhere. You get a going nowhere. you get a fun little agave stopper yeah. that goes in it, and you keep it in your desk. Uh-huh. Is that from like Mad Men or something? No, it's, it's from show. You which like show, which one? We talk about Breaking, now. Oh, uh, Better Call Saul. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the nail salon or something. Was is Ciro in, in Nuevos or whatever the tequila? No idea. You know, this is failing fast. I'm trying to fall out. I don't know desk, where you want me to go with fucking. I got out of your desk and it says I got drunk at the liquor store outside of my home. You should have bought more liquor then. You should have bought some. It's called hentai and it's art. Remember that? <laughs> Stupid. I'm glad You're they got out of the office. I'm glad they killed Stanley. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, they should have had Stanley Tucci play Stanley Hudson for an episode. Oh, also, also, real quick, White breaking Stanley. news, whatever. I meant to talk about this like three podcasts ago, mm-hmm. very early on, and I and I, I told Stephen I'll get to that later. Margaret Thatcher has died because I had a lot of things to say. But iCarly's apartment, <laughs> I I'd really like to explore this because I was I was watching iCarly again recently, topical, and I totally forgot that I 
was supposed to bitch about this. How do they afford this apartment? In downtown <laughs> Seattle, they have like literally, literally, they have, I don't know, I don't really, square feet, I don't really know what a big house is. But they don't, someone told me they had a 5,000 square foot house. Mm-hmm. That big? It's pretty big. Is 500,000 square foot big? That's pretty that's, massive. That's not how big it is. I, I Carly has a 500,000 square foot apartment in downtown Seattle. Now their father is a, 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 a is on his nuclear submarine. Mm-hmm. He's a member of the military industrial complex. Mm-hmm. So I can only imagine that maybe he makes some money with the government. Mm-hmm. But they have an elevator that leads directly from the lobby to their apartment i looked up icarly apartment and the first result was a floor plan for the apartment yeah how big is that i don't i don't they don't have it to scale it's huge though not only that but they have a fucking attic where they record icarly in. it's actually a fucking soundstage really i don't know how they fucking how how they afford the apartment is where most of icarly takes place. yes it is a three-story apartment with a private elevator bushwell plaza apartment number 8c yeah, I mean, how like, much does that go for a month? Like, literally, though, to rent that a month would be probably $25,000 a month. He's on a nuclear submarine, and Spencer is not Mike McCready nor Eddie Vedder, one of the founding members of Pearl Jam. They could never afford that in Seattle. It is unknown if every apartment unit in this building has three floors. Yeah, sorry, man. If every apartment building has three floors, there's like eight apartments in that yeah, skyscraper. The iCarly uh, wiki is not forthcoming with Fuck their that with bullshit. their rent. Well, ask look up <coughs> look up what like a townhome is in Seattle right now. Mm. Give me a second. I'm digging. As the, a kid, you don't realize the apartment it. Freddie stayed in was a hundred dollars a month. Really? <laughs> yeah. How do you know that? iCarly wiki. Yeah, because he, he, he was right across the hallway from them. Yeah, it they, was, they paid $100 a month for that. Yeah, Stephen, it was in the episode, I Move Out. They live in the boiler room. Yeah, $100 a month. That's not true, even yeah. for like 2008. One apartment Freddie stayed in, uh, in I Move Out, was shown to be extremely cheap, although it was more of a storage room than an actual apartment. Okay. There was no bathroom, but there was a sink. No curtains, and every time someone used the elevator, there was a loud, scary noise. Was that when Freddie moved out? Freddie doesn't live there with his mom. Yeah, he knows when he moved out. Because the title of the episode is I Move Out. He does move out from his, yeah. Yeah. So, okay, so storage clause is $100. Yeah, so just scale that up. Yeah, scale that up. So how <laughs> many store, how many broom oh, closets shit. do you think could fit into the Shays apartment? An article from The List, I'm not familiar with this publication, uh, published November 7th, 2021. Did Schindler start that? I'm sorry. Here's how much the iCarly apartment would cost today. Yeah. Let me do Millions of dollars to buy it outright. The iCarly apartment would likely cost around $4,000 per month today. 4000 That's it? That's That can't be well, true. Well, this is $5,000 a month. It's, and it's a, a three-story ta- apartment. This is a townhome that's four beds, two and a half bath, and it's only 1780 square feet. I don't think they're being realistic, Rudy. The Shea apartment has a large living room, a full kitchen, a big studio, bedrooms, and potentially more space that viewers don't see. For the sake of comparison, let's say the Shea apartment is a three-bedroom. According to Apartment List, the average three-bedroom apartment rent in Seattle in 2021 is $4,024. In total, 43% of Seattle apartments fall in the $2,000 to $3,000 range. But this is a three-story apartment. It's a pe- it, it, it's a pet And none of those include a giant studio space. I it's a pet do house. not and have never worked for thelist.com. <laughs> the residents at Rainier Square right now... Um, 
It's 1344th Avenue, Seattle, Washington. It's listing three bedroom at $16,576 a month. Why? Okay, so what? That's so much money. Three bedroom apartment? What the fuck is at this place? I gotta look it up, sorry. It's right in the CBD of Seattle. It's a walk from Pike Place Market. CBD. Central relaxing place, huh? Dan Schneider, the producer of iCarly, cleared up the confusion about if he was in the Air Force or Navy. He was in the Air Force on a Navy submarine. Officers in the military have more leeway in working with other branches, which would explain why your dad was in the Air Force. I'm trying to figure out how much he made. That's too much money. He was stationed in Florence. Florence, Italy? Yeah. Says it's in high demand. Okay, well, we'll never know, I guess, how much iCarly's fucking yeah, apartment I'm, was a month. Yeah, I'm trying to but spin But it's yarn. three stories. So, if a three... No, I, there, there's a fucking soundstage uh, on the third fucking well, floor. Well, they converted into a soundstage. $20,000 a month for 2,000 square feet. I think it's a, three, three. Not a lot. Yeah, let's segue, let's segue into no, how bad the housing crisis is globally. Yeah, how much... What would iCarly look like if they all lived in Toronto? What it, I'll, they'd be homeless. Okay, well, Toronto, or as we call it in the business, cheap New York. I this is You're silly. um this segment. If I was a little more hard on the collar, been a lot more enjoyable. Striking it off the list. I'm trying to help you. Next segment, it's fine. It's fine, Rudy. You can't win them all. You can't win them all. <laughs> Um. Oh yeah, this is an interesting thought I had. Do you feel like Rudy? One, two, three guys on me. Great Grammy Shay is Harley and Spencer's deceased great grandmother. Her diamond encrusted watch was destroyed in a fire in I Got a Hot Room, and Spencer got eighty two thousand dollars for it. He spent it all on Carly's new room. Apparently, Carly and Spencer didn't attend her funeral. Yeah, I guess they did it, did they? Uh, did she burn up in the room? Yeah. I yeah that'd be so funny if the grandma died in a fire and the and the episode Spencer. was called I I have a hot room yeah I was thinking about this the other day at work actually I, do you guys feel like when you were a kid come had a different smell I'm just, I'm please, so sorry please explain <laughs> it's uh, come had a different smell when you first started at come it was a lot more abrasive it was a lot more noticeable if you had come it was a lot more pungent the smell would would envelop a room but nowadays i come and you can barely smell it this is but also when you're a kid you can smell come better you can you there there were earthworms back then you can hear the wind past your window in your bedroom at night you don't see these things. You saw Tristan, Beatles back then. I hate to tell you this. What? You're doing a big old self-report, bud. Why? Come nose blind. You yeah. have become desensitized to the smell of your own cum because you're gooning cum. out on the daily. It's true, Rudy. Your room <laughs> smells like your Does own anyone feel seat. like it takes more and more coke to get you wired nowadays? <laughs> <laughs> but, see, the thing is, though, I'd like to... Th- Say that's true, uh-huh. and I have no shame in conceding to you. Uh-huh. But every once in a while, if I haven't come in a while, and I, and, and I have some buildup in my cock and balls, yes, yeah, sir. 
it smells like it used to. Do you think that maybe cum was just newer back then for me? <laughs> the cum was newer then. It had never been out before. So it was like fermented inside of my body. Do you think God stays in heaven because he too lives in fear of <laughs> what he's serious creating? though. Like I used to be able to, I used to come into my pants then go downstairs and be worried if my parents would smell it or not. It's but kind of, don't be did. worried. They did. Kind of like when you're uh, smoking weed as a teenager and you're afraid your, your parents might smell it on your cigarettes or something. So it's, it's just come. Oh, man. Oh, my parents don't catch on. I've been jerking oh, off. Oh, no. My, my parents are going to think me. I've been smoking cum. <laughs> you would just come in your pants and walk around? Yeah, of course you're a kid. You don't give a fuck. Oh, my God. Yeah, I was 90%. Of my early coming days was coming right into my underwear and then just saying, all right, cool. Throughout the series, nothing is ever mentioned of Carly and Spencer's mom. It's also never confirmed if Spencer and Carly have the same mother, as they could potentially be paternal half-siblings. I'd like to get back to the conversation I, I don't we want were to. having. That's dumb. Fart yourself. Fart yourself. What? I'm, trying to, I'm trying so hard to get away from the cum talk. What? I, but... I haven't come. I haven't become cum nose blind because I dispose of my cum. Yeah, you still smell it. Mm -hmm. Where do you do you come into less, a hermetically sealed chamber? Where do you dispose it? What do you mean into a toilet? <laughs> no, I have a cum rag. No, he has a fucking cum wall. No, it's not a cum wall. Okay, so you know, fine. I'll air no, my dirty no, laundry. No, no, don't. You don't no my Please literal don't. dirty laundry. Smell it. Nice. Okay, so. You don't have to do this. The podcast is legitimately ending at 102, so everyone knows. So I'm just getting all my earthly, deviant, worldly, rather, thoughts and emotions out. You don't have to do this. I know, because it's a funny thing. I always show people when they come to my room. So, um, so everyone kind of keeps a cum rag. And no. some people use a cum sock. Some people use a woman who they love. Um... And I use as a cum rag an Ann Coulter doll, <laughs> and also based. Um, I use an ornate velvet teal curtain with yellow fringe. Um, I bought it when I moved into my home, which I'm the landlord of, and which I I do believe in landlord rights. If you'd like to talk about that based. too in a later segment. We have rights. Don't let anyone tell you different. We have rights. We're human. But I bought a, a curtain that was too small um, off eBay. And so I was going to return it. But then one day I was in a bind. I was like, oh, fuck. I, I got to come onto something. I just can't come to my bed or something like that. And I came onto my uh, ornate teal velvet curtain with yellow fringe. And so since then, whenever I do come... I come onto that, and it's kind of like a joke, like an in, in joke with me that there's an ornate, expensive teal velvet curtain with gold fringe that I ejaculate onto. If you weren't my friend, I would seek to put you down. <laughs> well, what do you come on to then? Uh, I don't. You just come onto your body and then put your shirt I'm on. And I'm a ball cell about your day. No, you're not. Stephen, what do you come on um, to? I generally, I I just come either into my hand, 
oh or like God. on a surface. That's not sexy though. I'm I'm a man who likes seeing my my ropes. Yeah, I don't really. It's it's one of the, the most iconic things about me. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Sideburns. Iconic si- sideburns, big cum shots. Yeah, that's me. Cowboy boots. I guess. I think we've had school. this conversation on the podcast before. Yeah, we about, about where we come. Have we? Uh, oh, well, I remember you. Yeah, it does actually sound familiar that you come into your hand. But it. Yeah, I, I don't. Were you Roman Catholic? Yeah, I don't. That's, I don't like clean up. Uh, 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 and so, what you like tiptoed to the bathroom all hurriedly after, and you dumped. Well, not really toilet. hurriedly. I just kind of. That's disgusting. Throwing anything. Into okay, this is a take Uh-oh. I have. I don't want this. Here, I'm giving you two microphones for this. Throwing, say. throwing any, standing, throwing anything into a toilet while standing mm-hmm. is gross. What does that mean? And then to flush it. The only time dropping something into a toilet isn't gross, surprisingly, is when you're shitting or pissing. Okay. So if you're standing over a toilet, not sitting on it, and shit coming out of your ass that's mm-hmm. going in the toilet, if you're standing by a toilet and you throw something in it to flush it, that's a really gross thing to do. Can I throw a hypothetical at you? Yes. Pissing? You're uh, you're sitting on the toilet. You're uh, you're taking a big old shit. Yeah. Uh, your nose gets like a little runny. Yeah. Uh, maybe you got allergies. Mm-hmm. You blow your nose. You've got the tissue in your hand. Yeah. Uh, you set the tissue down. You wipe. You get your business done. You stand up. You throw the tissue into the toilet. Yeah. Is that gross? It's still gross. Why? Yeah, I don't know. It's just gross. Like, back when I used to have a cat. You come into a curtain. Back when I had a cat, I would get... She shit on the the fucking carpet. Uh So I'd pick her shit up, and I'd throw it into the toilet. Mm -hmm. And it was the grossest thing in the fucking world. That is such a weird hang-up for you to have. It's a weird hang-up, but that's just how it is. Throwing a tissue into the toilet is gross. It just looks gross. Seeing the little gross water, uh, toilet water splash up, it's gross to me. Did every especially to throw another animal shit into the toilet? It's even grosser. Did every episode of iCarly have the like I? Yes, yeah. that's cool. Um, they should have done an episode where, uh, like a three episode arc where they talk about like Spencer's I come on my curtains and um and and Carly's life and then like their dad showing up and like. Makes sense that like, you know, like Carly is just like. Well, no, Spencer's the first. He should be first, and he's the artist, right? I mean, Carly shoots her show, but like, he's always making like three D designs and everything. His show could be like called like iPod, right? Because that was like the first big like, kind of like you can have music on it. You can you can put his show be called iPod. That his episode. I think I think iPod. Whose episode? Spencer's. Spencer's. I think iPod's trademarked. And yeah, then and the second episode, like, you know, it, it, Carly comes onto the scene. Why would his be pod, though? I pod. Stay with me. Stay with me. And then okay. she's, like, expanding on it. And, and, and like, she's kind of doing her own thing. And then, like, she and Freddie and, and Sam start shooting. And maybe they don't have a camera at first. Um, and, and, you know, like, it's just so, like, DIY. You know, hers could be, like, iPad. And then the dad shows up. But the dad, you know, he's, like, yeah, kind I of put the bill like, for all of this. <laughs> So it could kind of be like iPod, iPad, iPaid. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it could be like that, huh? Sometimes, it, sometimes it do be like that, though. 
Rudy, if you're... Their father appeared in the series finale, I Goodbye, to take Carly to a special father-daughter dance. During an iCarly webcast held on the episode, he finds out that Spencer dropped out of law school. While initially angry, he seems to get over it and accepts that not being a lawyer is what Spencer wants and agrees to sp send Spencer more money in the future. Half of the sensuality of a cum shot is seeing it. <laughs> to fruition, land, to come into your hand, you're cutting off... You're cutting out half of the pleasure of jerking off. I once heard the pleasure of jerking off is is coming. It's the, the it's orgasm. Half of it's the visual no. of seeing your cum shoot out of your cock. I once heard my friend Rudy say, "I am getting the poison out of my body," and I think that that is what he's trying to say here. I call it taking a white piss. Gross. You take a big old thick white piss. Gross. Real quick. Yeah, yeah. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta drop the white play doh off the spaghetti factory. You're about as useful as Anne Frank's drum kit. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Stupid. That's some... Did, did, uh, did fucking... Uh, what the fuck is his name from the uh, UK office? Andy Richter? What's his name again? <laughs> <laughs> Stephen Merchant? Ricky, did Ricky Gervais say that? I bet he did. It sounds like something Ricky, Ricky Gervais would say. Uh, next segment, I guess. But yeah, come smells different. We don't know what's going on with it. We're trying to figure out what the hell's going like on. Bleach. It, it does smell kind of like bleach. Um, I don't get that. Smell that bleach, boy. Smell that bleach, boy. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> classic. Fucking classic. Okay, next segment. God God love you. God love you. Cum doesn't smell anymore. You can't get fucking baby formula. Gas is $6 a gallon. There's no more white people on the commercials. This is what you've paid for. This is what you get. This is the downfall of America. I had a great idea. You guys remember the, the yesterday movie that came out where this guy wakes up and he's the only person to remember the Beatles? We've probably talked about it on 10 separate episodes of the podcast. <laughs> That's weird because I didn't know it existed. Is that true? Yeah. So he, he wakes up, and he's the only person in terms of the Beatles. Or he Googles them. He can't find them. There's nothing mm -hmm. for the Beatles. So he like starts a music career singing their songs. One, I've said this a million times on the podcast, I would not be able to remember enough Beatles songs <laughs> to be able to write every single one down. There are maybe three Beatles songs where I could write every lyric down properly, properly onto a paper towel. Uh, but if I was J.K. rolling on a subway down in her luck, I could write onto a, a napkin of sorts. Little shout out to all my Potter heads out there. That's where she wrote the first couple chapters of the first Harry Potter movie. She was homeless and she it wrote shows. it on a. Yeah. Um, she's very brave in what she does. And I'll get to bravery later in the subject of bravery, bravery and the meaning of it. Um, but. Oh, yeah. You, so, you're pretty brave. Uh, so it, for you. in the film, he no one else remembers the Beatles except for him. My idea for this is kind of based off of this. You know. Hollywood has for a long time just recreated movies uh, using different titles. So like Seven Samurai has been remade so many times um, in America, in England, you know, everywhere. The story is timeless. A movie where a guy wakes up and he's the only person who remembers 9-11. Anyone? I, I, go on. No? Go on. I, what, that's all I have. So what happens? That? What happens? That's all I have. He's the only person I resign. Is it like even is, though we swore that we'd never forget? <laughs> oh, and at the end of the movie, it's like Planet of the Apes. He, he's walking on a beach, and he sees half <laughs> half buried the 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 nine eleven memorial that Russia gave us. Looks like a cunt. 
with a big clit on it. He sees that half buried. <laughs> you, so did he transport it to the said, future? We said we'd never forget. You blew it up. God damn you. You blew it up. You said you'd never forget. Do we have legs for this? Do we have do we have legs for this? I was trying. To Does this have legs? Oh. Does this have legs? So, so I think it, I struck like a gold mine. Yeah, is it like Planet of the Apes where you got transported to the future? No, and I they forgot about nine eleven. The Daily Wire might be able to produce. I was this. gonna say this could be the first. Uh, this could be the like, first. The the Beast production. What is it? What's, excuse me. What? What's Glenn Beck's thing? The Blaze. The Blaze. The Beast. The Daily Beast. Um. Yeah. Nice. Beast alert. We could get the Daily Wire to produce. We could turn into like a political commentary. Like we said, we never forget. We we become a country that hates our country. Or you know, we we become a populace that hates our country, hates our history. Why do they forget we, trans bathrooms? Like what's what's the how how does exactly it trans bathrooms? <laughs> uh, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard the slap the slap Slava Ukraine. We lose our way. You know what I mean? We start talking about rights. And this and that, and we lose our way, and we don't know where we're going. Um, you said he'd never forget. You blew it up. You blew it up. It has legs. That's all I'm saying. As it, I'm it can be called nine eleven. As a- <laughs> who takes who who plays the lead? Indian. Same guy from yesterday, the Indian guy from England. Um, who's on vacation in New Jersey? As I'm picturing this movie, as you're describing it, alternate um, reality. It's scanning a lot like God's Not Dead. In like delivery and cinematography, first movie I ever walked out on, God's Not Dead Two, which is dumb. Stephen made me walk out. I didn't make you walk out. They were talking about Jesus too much. Stephen said, "Burn yeah. his ears." Just sad. Where's the sad button? He said, "I'm gonna set this place fire." Where's the sad button on here? Eh. We have a sad. Answer. Wasn't as good as God's Not Dead One. God's Not know? Dead One is awesome. That's a great fucking movie. Think about my idea, Rudy. Then the nine eleven movie. Yes, sir. it has legs. And yeah, it has legs. Do you think Jeanette McCurdy and Miranda Cosgrove uh, are really bitter about Ariana Grande? Jeanette McCurdy had a show with Ariana Grande. I'd say that the victorious people are probably more pissed off at her. Yeah. Because Ariana Grande was already getting pretty popular when Sam and Cat came out. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah, it is. If anyone, like Victoria Justice was supposed to be the star out of that show. Yeah. Yeah. We saw a documentary about that. Yeah. And and the weird thing, too... Because um, we, I, I do unironically watch like Carly at home. Ariana Grande must have had nicer feet. Ariana Grande, I, I last time I checked, no ass, no tits. But man, I, I'd, I'd love to just abuse her. You know, you and Dan the man, Brie <laughs> Larson, before she was Captain Marvel. Do you know she was like in a music industry plant? In kind of the similar way of like Ariana Grande, they tried to do a thing. Yeah, she was in where, Scott Pilgrim. No, she was supposed to be like um, Haley Williams. Oh, really? Yeah, is Haley Williams an industry plant? I don't know. I don't think so. But she was supposed to be like like a like a um, kind of like the emo movement's equivalent mm. of Avril Lavigne. When's No Doubt going to get back together? Probably never. Why not? I mean, Gwen Stefani makes more money by herself. I think that she make more money on a one tour with them, though. No, because you can just tour with Blake Shelton, and people go cuckoo fucking. It's funny. For that. I hope I can be a country boy who gets my who gets who gets myself a a, a ska girl, a quirky ska tank girl someday. You know, was she tank girl? She was, wasn't she? I don't tank think girl she was, was she? Yeah, tank girl. You knew tank girl already, yeah, right? Yeah, I don't believe she. That was her. It was originally a Damon Albarn. Me don't know. What's his partner's name? Jamie Hewlett. 
Hewlett Packard. The guy that does the gorillas artwork? Yeah. Uh, you might be right. Tank Girl was a comic that he did, mm. like in the late 80s or 90s. And that is made into a movie starring Ice Ice T. Ice Cube? Ice T. Cop Lori Killer Petty or NWA? What? Lori Petty played Tank Girl. Uh, what year did Tank Girl come out? Why don't you tell me? 1993. Within three. 1995. Nice. I'm the best. Um, you can't but uh, can you see if Jamie Hewlett Hewitt did the artwork for the original Tank Girl? Please. Yeah, Ice Cube or whatever. Ice T plays a uh, kangaroo in that movie. Kangaroo man. Kangaroo Jack. Jamie Hewlett. Yeah, nice. I'm awesome. His art style is great. He looks fucking goofy. He also did Journey to the West. He also did Gorillas. Which, folks. Can we agree that last good at great album was Plastic Beach 2010? I don't know what order they came out in. I'm going to check real it's quick. It's what? Um, I like Song Machine. It's Gorillas, then Demon Days, then Plastic Beach, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's like the, the, the good three albums. We're good. I like Song Machine. They're newer stuff. I just can't get down with it. And they're about to do a North American tour. I wouldn't mind seeing Gorillas. I'll go. Yeah. And I know some of the listeners uh, would go to the Gorillas as well. Um, Rudy, what are you looking at for the podcast? But the fall was good. Don't remember it. I'm getting bummed out by this conversation. I'm going to ask you to don't speak. For a minute, that's a no doubt reference to all the games. No, I never really listened to no doubt. I'm more of like the really? racist guy. You never saw the music video with all the spaghetti? I probably did. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know it. Come on. I don't want you know. They're throwing around spaghetti? I have no idea. Sorry, me not home right now. I'm walking through the, the spaghetti trap. Eat spaghetti. Then I don't know I'll call it. you back. I don't know it. I eat spaghetti. <laughs> Just eat some spaghetti. Then Enemy. <laughs> I don't know this one. Spaghetti song. I don't know it. <laughs> Do you know the original... <laughs> 15 episodes, do you, huh? Do you know the original... Out, uh, See, I'm getting uh, worried. Do you know the original <laughs> name of the band was uh, No Doubt, open parenthesis, we love to eat a big old plate of spaghetti, close parenthesis? No, the original name of the band was Soft White Underbelly. The series on YouTube? Mm-mm. Mm. That was the original name for White Snake. Is that true? Soft White Underbelly? Yeah. Both lewd. Soft White Underbelly is the guy who does uh, that inbred family, you No know, Ray the Dog Man. Oh, really? Yeah, it's part of his series. You should ever everyone should look at White. Uh, what was it again? Soft White Underbelly. Soft White Underbelly on YouTube. He does great shit. He interviews like. Is that a Jaws reference? I don't know, but he uh, one of my favorite ones is he he interviewed a functioning heroin addict, some normal guy who's addicted to heroin. Um, really good shit. Like you know, fifteen year old prostitutes. Really sad. I I, yeah. I mean, if you're looking for a good time, don't watch his videos, but. Very interesting um, to see sort of really the global human condition, Stephen. Rudy, what are you looking up on the phone? I'm looking You're at just like Jaden Smith. I'm looking at all these pictures of retards this guy took, apparently. Of what? Oh, yeah. Soft underbelly? Yeah. I think Chris might be a, f- a fan. Chris mm-hmm. and Arivia? Olivia Shen? They've banned an episode of Spongebob. You can't watch it anymore anymore. Yeah, and that's why I tell people invest in physical media. Um, I don't. I I never practice what I preach, um, but I I do have a hard drive with a bunch of shit on it. Uh, Terabytes. 
worth. Um, do you guys remember that guy who got busted for CP like in Florida? That's a rough segue. And he had like a hundred terabytes of CP. Yeah. Yeah, How he was that possible. It's a lot. Well, when you're the guitar player of the Who, <laughs> you have a lot of time on your hands. He did it to prove a point. I just, I, I could never. That's a lot of data. I could never fill a hundred. I could barely fill two terabytes. Yeah. Yes. I bought like a fifty dollar, fifty dollar, uh, one terabyte external hard drive one time, mm-hmm. like forty bucks or whatever. Uh, had a hard time filling that up. Um, wow, this one kind of derailed. <laughs> <laughs> this is what they want. This is what they're getting. Yeah, what's, play, what's, what's going on with NFTs? Play, play uh, Dalton, Walt Jr. The crypto oh, yeah, market's yeah, we'll shitting the bed, now. and it's awesome. Yeah, people are... One of those million-dollar apes was sold for like $15,000 recently. No, sorry, it was $1,500. Good, fuck them. Yeah. This is what happens... Really kind of This is what fast. happens whenever you oversaturate the market, you fucking retards. Really? What about the slurp juices you that level up your apes? You could have... What? The slurp jugs? Have you read about the slurp jugs? Chug jug? No, slurp jugs. You can, you can buy, one victory there's, royale. There's an NFT company that they make slurp juices. So you start off with a base ape Slurm? and you buy slurp. 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 You buy slurp juices and it uh, levels up your NFT over time. That's the stupidest shit. Oh God, yeah. Fuck that bullshit. Um, the really cool thing, what could have happened and is happening in an alternate universe where people aren't fucking stupid, is NFTs could have been like a really neat thing. Um, like I went to this convention and I got this NFT uh, and there are only so many of them and I got it cause I went there or like I did this, I did an achievement in this game or yeah. some shit. It could have been like a neat non, uh, commodity based thing. And instead all you fucking morons went, I want to get so rich mm-hmm. off of oh, hashes from images. Yeah. And, uh, y'all lost money. If you getting into NFTs, uh, cause they're like a fun, neat thing. Uh, that's totally fine. If you like them, that's cool. Yeah. If you got in because you thought you were going to make a shit ton of money and you were going to be the next fucking yeah. Elon Musk Bezos, yeah. you're dumb. Hey, well, You'd be shot in the street. Yeah, well, yeah, Rudy, it's, it's as if there's the majority of the population are people who would do anything to make money other than Hey, Bro, you gotta hustle and grind. True. It's true. You gotta scare the fucking bag, get that bread up. It's the only thing you can do. <laughs> there was a tweet I saw, I believe it was from Faith. Oh, I'm so sorry, Rudy. Oh, Stephen. That was you say you can still he you can talk over. No, it's just it was a I believe it was a tweet from the famous rapper um Buster Rhymes. And he said like, should I buy a house or a picture of this monkey? Um, and it was just filled with comments going, you fundamentally misunderstand <laughs> NFTs. Uh, or like, how's this devalue over time? Anyway, Source House NFT is dropping next week, so Stop. keep a lookout for that. Uh, we are starting the bidding at $6 million. Stop. Seems like a lot. Oh, Patrick called me. Should I give him a call back yeah. on the phone? Yeah. Hello? Hello? Hey, uh, we're still recording the podcast. You're uh, Welcome to the Horse House here on the Horse House. What's Hi, Patrick. On? Hey, I'm calling with a news update. Yeah. Um, you know Jankum? Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Can you give us a Jankum, can, can you give us a definition for the viewers at home, listeners at home? So Jankum is is the gas of fermented sewage. Yeah. That mm-hmm. you can talk to get high, apparently, right? They leave it out in the Allegedly. sun. They leave it out in the sun for like two weeks and all the gas is built. You put a balloon over it. Yeah. <laughs> And a few years ago, there was like a, a panic, like 
sheriff's offices were releasing yeah. notices. So turns out it was all 4chan hoax. So, cause, cause it was always, cause Jankum even, I, I think they always said it was Zambia where they did Jankum, um, better like Tanzania yeah. mm-hmm. and, um, and, but it was still just an urban legend. Um, it, it, it had never been proven that anyone was actually doing Jankum. So it's officially been disproven. It's officially been confirmed by the Shrouded Hand YouTube channel that it was oh. a 4chan <laughs> Well, I don't know if I believe it anymore. Is that that fat goth bitch? No, the Shrouded Hand is the Detora trip guy that you oh love to watch. Yeah, Detora. Detora, yeah. Yeah, he, he just he, he pulled up a bunch of screenshots of people giving instructions on how to email school principals. Wow. Well, well. You heard it here on the uh, horse house first. Jankum, fake. It's officially an old wives' tale, not real. And thank you, Patrick. Uh, Patrick hung up before I could share this. Um, the first instance of people talking about Jankum that I can find is from African Children Orphaned by AIDS uh, Wayback Machine. It was an article um, from, 19, from 1999. Whoa. 4chan, uh, for those of you who are in the know, uh, started in 2003. Mm. Ooh, wait a minute. Um, d- that 1999 al- uh, article, does it sound like legit like an actual news article? Uh, it is a citation from Wikipedia. I will dig deeper. Please. Um, I mean, it always seemed too good to be true, right? Doing Jankum, inhaling it, shit fumes and getting high. Oh, it's from the Associated Press. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, what did they say about Jankum? Sorry, Patrick. I'm going to see if I can find the actual text According of the article. To, um, Should I call Patrick back? No. <laughs> According to uh, a kid I went to high school with that was also convinced to smoke uh, cow shit, yeah. um, it doesn't work. Oh, really? That Jankum? was Yeah. Did he ever ferment a bag of shit um, for two weeks in the sun? The kid smoked banana peels. He also smoked dried cow shit. So I'm assuming that if he yeah. said it didn't work, he did it. Dried cow shit, that's where you get some good shrooms from. From the Associated Press, July 3rd, 1999, written by Deborah Hastings. Lusaka in Zambia. The younger ones sit cross-legged, quietly waiting, like schoolchildren expecting the story hour. The teenagers, two feet away, are stone drunk from guzzling buckets of 100-proof homemade beer called kakasu and sniffing jankum, fermented human feces scraped from sewer pipes. They stab at each other with screwdrivers and swing lengths of metal pipe. So pretty much how we get ready for the podcast. That wasn't in Black Panther. (laughs) Stop. Yeah, so should we call Patrick back? If you want to confront Patrick. Yeah, well... If you're that hungry for content, I, I think that's really your confrontation. No, I, I just present but you facts. you looked it up to confront him. <laughs> well, because oh. I was really curious, because I had heard about Jankum being like a mid-90s thing. Yeah. And I knew that 4chan started in... Sort of directed by Jonah Hill. Counterculture. Hmm? Sort of counterculture, like the punks. Hmm? Doing Jankum. Hmm? Yeah. Hulu Green. Hmm? Hulu Green. Confront Our him. Our audio clip of the week time. Confront him. Now, this is a video I found recently, which had Rudy asking, how do people come up with this kind of stuff? Here's a heated debate. Uh, uh, here's a heated exchange on, like, Xbox Live or something between two celebrities. Xbox Live. They call it Xbox Live still? Yeah. yeah. So, Cap Jr., I just pulled your IP. I've got it right now. No, you don't. Huh. Albuquerque, it. New Mexico. Albuquerque, <laughs> New Mexico. That's where you're from. That's not. Hi. Hey. 
Oh, I just pulled your IP. 308 Negra Aurora Lane, Albuquerque, New Mexico. That's you, isn't it? No. That's, I'm on Google Earth right now. I see a pizza on your roof. That's that's my grandma's house. Nice try. No, what? So you're playing at your grandmother's house? You're a loser. Playing at grandma's. What is she gonna make you cookies and? Do you think they use like an AI thing for Trump's voice? Because some no. of that sounds is very computer doing an impression. Yeah, pretty yeah. good impressions for it both could of be them. AI. Yeah, sounds well, almost real. Uh, yeah, I would go so far as to assert that was, in fact, former President Donald J. Trump harassing uh, R.J. Mitty. <laughs> R.J., uh, Rudy, please. Hmm. Hmm. He doesn't even have cerebral palsy that bad. He had to take, lessons. <laughs> he had to take lessons on how to act it up Did for the show. Did he actually take lessons? Yeah. You think it would just be naturally in him? He fights it every day. I don't know if he... I, I should revise that. I don't know if he took lessons, but he made a concerted effort, whatever he was cast for that part, really? to like study people with cerebral palsy wow. and like kind of up that. And like sort of, some sort of human zoo? Well... Like just... just like to, a big enclosure with like grass and, and, and like uh, shit. There's a bunch of people with cerebral palsy just walking... Just meandering well, about. He, he went to one of the conventions. He studied them. He went to one of the Super Palsy conventions. Yeah, yeah. a lot of a lot of hand crutches going <laughs> on there. Stupid. I've ever heard one. Bad virality clip of the week. Uh, thanks so much for listening. Um, weird episode. It's funny because I was looking forward to this a lot because I thought I had a lot of good content, but it ended up not being true. Three two one three two three nine five two one. That's Cocoa Beach, Florida. Three two one three two three nine five two one. We have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven voicemails. Let's go. Let's get into it. Here is Johnny. Hey, my sweet, sweet boys. Hey, Johnny. Johnny. Uh, just started listening to episode 86. And at the beginning of the cold open, you guys are talking about how like long it takes for you guys to put out new episodes. Yeah. How much of a break there is in between episodes. Uh, La, 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 la. And I'll just tell you this. I listen to you guys on the way to and from work every day. Appreciate it. That's very nice. And I only live five minutes away from work. So really, it takes me about two or three weeks to listen to an entire (laughs) episode. True. So fuck the haters. Beautiful. Release an episode every three weeks. It's no big deal. Please don't tempt me. Love you very much. So much. Also, I just want to comment on... Tattoo. Nope. Um, I got it the day before he uh, went straight to hell, and it says Taylor Hawkins will live forever. And if he were to die, <laughs> he definitely wouldn't go to hell. <laughs> Do I have egg on my face now? Very good, Johnny. Love you so much. Always good hearing from you. Yeah, good to hear from it's you, been Johnny. A while. Yeah. We have a message to our haters from AI Gene Wilder. You are very gay. Good day, sir. <laughs> you are very gay, good day, sir. You are very gay. Good day, sir. That was pretty good. Here's Johnny again. Hey, boy. Hey. All right. That's crazy. Uh, I had to pause again because he told a bit. Johnny. Throwing in the box. What a dealer. Mm-hmm. Their last hit was the. Okay, I can't tell if it's a bit. <laughs> Friday, which was 
Dale Earnhardt's birthday. What? Yeah, that's right. <coughs> Johnny, what's going on? Was that a bit? Uh, oh my god, you these fucking people! All right, Johnny, still love you. Here is Christian. Where do you get off your fucking phone? I'm fucking. I'm, oh, you're a bitch. What are you looking up? Nothing. Unless it's a way Nothing. for me to make don't a million worry. dollars. Don't worry. I don't, don't give worry. a shit. I'm trying to make content. Don't worry. Go on. <laughs> Try to make content. Go what on. No, don't worry. What, what are you writing a script for a skit over no, there? No, no. Don't worry. Go. Here's Christian. I'm not going to comment, uh, make any public statement that could get back to me about the uh, Supreme Court's preliminary mm-hmm. uh, talks to overturn Roe v. Wade. Based. And constitutionally uh, protected. Uh, abortion rights, um, but it, it is so. I'm gonna have so much fun on Mother's Day. Let's just say that I'm just gonna. I'm gonna go absolutely bananas on Twitter on Mother's Day. I'm gonna go insane. I'm gonna go crazy. There's just so much comedy that can be mine for this whole situation. And I'm tired of pretending that it's not funny. This is funny. Oh, my God. The people who are pissed off about understand comedy. Thank you so much, Christian. I appreciate it. <laughs> what? Good. Just no riffing. It's a good bit. Um, Solid bit. I, uh, I was trying to think of some good Roe v. Wade jokes. Nope. But there were no Leave good it to Christian. Ones. Leave it to Christian. Well, yeah, there were none because everyone. But now that there is early. no, but now that there is no official definition of what a woman is, then I guess I can technically have an opinion publicly about it, right? Yeah, I, I, I Dude, identify so as cool. a fucking attack helicopter. <laughs> um, so I will be signing off about abortion. We actually have a, a very special abortion performance, um, after the show, and that's actually true. We have a guest star to sing. A special abortion song at the end of the show, and that is unironically true. Um, here's Chris. Christian, I'm sorry no one laughed at your voice when I thought it was hilarious, but something about Stephen and Rudy, they're getting all nervous about abortion. Tristan berated me. Yeah, no, that's true. I put Rudy into a funk when I told him he got off his phone. Tristan berated me. <laughs> Hostile. You keep your eye Hostile. on fucking Rudy over there. Hostile. Here's Chris for the next four voicemails. <laughs> I'm uh, sitting here on the couch uh, with my dog, who I just found out is a uh, racist. You're shit. living in sin with your girlfriend. Um, we were... Uh, Get out of that I'm sin. I'm going to call back. Get out of that sin. Chris. Uh, it's Chris. Um, I'm just sitting here on the couch with my dog, who is a... Uh, Mm-hmm. And I found out this because we uh, invited a lady over who lives across from us because the dog is uh, oh whining God. a lot. Yeah. And hold on, I'll come back. Yeah. <sighs> Where's your podcast? I thought you started like a new podcast with Olivia. It's Chris. I'm just sitting on the yeah. couch. Um, I'm hanging out with my dog, who I just found out is a... Uh, yeah. Get out of that sin. 
racist piece of shit. Yeah. And um, I just wanted to let you guys know that my dog... Film school humor. A... Racist? Peace? I'll call back. Just Chris, just hanging out. Um, I had a weird realization today that my dog is a. Uh, <laughs> He's dying out here, man. Racist. They're racist. Thank you so much, Chris. <laughs> yeah, and I don't like how that. Thanks for that eye-opening look behind <sighs> your creative process, Chris. It was good to see the scrapped ones. I cannot get any kind of break around here. Um, but that, I suppose, is okay. 321-323-9521. That's Cocoa Beach, Florida. 323-9521. Leave us a voicemail. Jewel Electronic Cigarettes. Rockstar Energy Drink. The whole nine yards. I don't know what's going on with the future of this podcast. Um, even when I think we have a good show planned, it ends up being a bad show. What do you mean it was a bad show? Oh, my God. Vibe was off tonight, and I don't know why. No one's to blame. It's because you've been drinking. I think it's because I'm an alcoholic now. Yeah. I think it all stems from there. Yeah. Uh, every, listeners, buckle up for our part two of this episode, where we just have an intervention. Yes. We care about you. Yeah. Um, I don't know the booze, man. I can't get the fucking monkey off my back. Fucking love the bottle. <laughs> I'm in love with the fucking bottle. I don't know what to say. I really want you to become an alcoholic. Uh, just Full so you, stop. thank you. Just so you can like do what you think an alcoholic is. Like it's, it's all just a bit. It's all performative. You're like, yeah, man. You know, I get my best ideas whenever I'm drunk, and I just can't get off. It's my muse. Yeah, yeah I'm in love with her. <laughs> yeah, smoothest. Uh, She's as sweet as ten, Tennessee whiskey. Smooth. I'm going to break that roadcaster over my knee. Strawberry wine. All right. That's the end of the. That's the end of the show. You know, you know how it is here at the horse house. Tristan Orr signing off. Rudy. Everyone, be safe. Have a have a good time. Steven? You know, um, sometimes when uh, you're down, all you can do is look up. One step closer to world peace. They call me the rat because I'm after this cheese. Episode 87 in the books. What are you going to fucking do? I don't know. And like a 187, ladies and gents, this cop, it's dead on arrival. Thanks for listening. Here to celebrate the Supreme Court's decision on Roe v. Wade performing Lust for Life. Mr. Iggy Pop, ladies and gentlemen.
Popsicles, you get it? Popsicles. 